Welcome to the Immigration Update Podcast, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. In this episode, some breaking news. On November 9, 2023, the U.S. Department of Justice, through its Immigrant and Employee Rights Section, announced that it secured a $25 million settlement agreement with Apple, Incorporated to resolve employment discrimination allegations. The agreement between DOJ and Apple disclosed that from January 1, 2018 through December 31, 2019, IER found reasonable cause to believe that Apple engaged in a pattern and practice of discrimination based on citizenship status. More specifically, in its PERM recruitment process, which is required to sponsor foreign nationals for employment-based permanent residents, Apple showed a preference for employers with temporary work visas instead of qualified and available U.S. workers, which includes U.S. citizens, lawful permanent residences, asylees, and refugees. So what, allegedly, did Apple do wrong? Well, before we answer that question, I want to mention that this episode of the podcast comes from an article that was written by immigration partner Lynn Walker, as I said before. The article appears in full on her LinkedIn page, along with many other articles of interest to the immigration law community. I highly recommend you check out her feed and follow. And as always, please spell Lynn, L-I-N, when searching for her content. So now let's dive into these employment discrimination allegations against Apple. As I said earlier, Apple was showing a preference for employees with temporary work visas instead of qualified and available U.S. workers. And again, that includes U.S. citizens, lawful permanent residences, asylees, and refugees. So what did Apple do wrong, allegedly? According to IER, Apple, quote, departed from its standard recruiting process, end quote, for PERM-related positions by not advertising positions on its external job website, requiring applicants to mail paper applications instead of allowing them to submit electronic applications, and failing to consider current employees for PERM positions if they submitted their applications electronically. By departing from its standard recruitment process, Apple used less effective procedures that deterred U.S. workers from applying which resulted in the receipt of zero to very few applicants. IER found that these procedures were designed to favor Apple employees with temporary work visas. As part of this agreement, Apple will pay $25 million, which includes $6.75 million in civil penalties and $18.25 million in a back pay fund for eligible discrimination victims. Moreover, for the next three years, Apple must draft a policy outlining the steps it will take in its PERM recruitment process and submit that draft to IER for approval. They must submit draft revisions of such PERM recruitment processes to IER for approval, prepare and submit to IER a semi-annual report of its recruitment procedures for PERM-related positions, and provide IER-approved training to all personnel with any involvement in the PERM process. The PERM process is required to include a good-faith recruitment effort to demonstrate that there are no able, willing, qualified, and available U.S. workers to perform the position. So what can we learn from this? Where an employer uses a recruitment process that discourages U.S. workers from applying, 
whether such behavior is willful and purposeful or inadvertent error and unintentional, it doesn't matter, IER will likely find a lack of good faith on the part of the employer. This case is an excellent and timely reminder for employers to revisit their immigration policies, in particular their PERM policies, to determine if such policies show a lack of good faith. If so, the employer may find themselves garnering free publicity in the form of an IER DOJ settlement, as well as steep fines and supervised recruitment. Thanks for listening to the Immigration Update Podcast with attorney Lynn Walker. We'll be back next week with more breaking news of interest to the immigration law community. If you like what you hear, please follow, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps us grow. If you'd like to suggest a topic for our podcast or have any questions about your particular business immigration situation, please contact Lynn at lwalker at minor.com. That's lwalker at meyner.com. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.